I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Because you said forever, now why drive alone past your street? You're listening to Bandwagons. Brie, guess what? What? It's our 100th episode! Woo! I'm waiting for the pop, but it's not happening. Are you sure I'm supposed to twist this? No, you were the one who said that. Oh, what a fucking... No, I've actually just twisted the end Worst of content ever. <laughs> I'm really sorry. The confetti cannon was supposed to... Hang on. Wait, maybe if I twist it the other Did way. Did either of them work? Did yours work? Shane, does yours work? What? Oh! It popped there. <laughs> We are 100 episodes in. Yay! Come on, Shane Pop too. That's good. That's good. It's really hard to do these things over Zoom, guys. I can't even begin <laughs> to stress that enough. 100 episodes of Bandwagons later. Thank you uh, so much for listening, uh, subscribing, reviewing, telling people about it, following us. We Just couldn't do without you, and we really appreciate it. Just Truly, yeah. Bandwagons. Yeah lives in people's mouths and ears and we're so grateful for it. Thank you so much. Here's to a hundred more. Yeah, Maybe least. more after that. Who knows? Yeah. 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 We'll see. We'll see. Um, how are you, Breed? Good. Yeah. What's really quickly, what's a hundred things you love about bandwagons? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's, um, we should have done like a hundred mini bandwagons for this episode instead. That would have been so funny. Oh, that would have been so funny. Very. That's, that's very much what Off the Wagon is, though. Very, very on, very on brand, so that we had not prepared that. So you know. Yeah. So you're you're getting um, you're getting what you're getting. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. <laughs> this is it. This is this is the. <laughs> Listen, if you've expected more from us at this stage, it's your fault that you're disappointed. 
100 episodes in, you should know what the crack is. Um, I'm great. Doing fantastic. Feeling good. good. How are you? Um, Breeze dropped me over a, or dropped to my door, a bag of things to say congrats on 100 episodes, which included Tangfastic Jellies, uh, Tangfastic Jellies, Microwave Popcorn, a Teddy... A Yankee Candle. Um, a Yankee Candle and a collection of Brad Pitt's uh, finest works on DVD, which included <laughs> Mr. Mrs. Smith, Fight Club, um, California with a K and something else, something about a river. And she also got the exact same thing for Shane. So <laughs> we I cannot wait it. to watch them later. I almost had, I had like a Kate Nash CD in my hand and then I saw them and I was like, no, she'd love that. She'd Why actually did she love that. back the Kate Nash CD? And then, <laughs> I couldn't find a, I didn't think Kate, or Kate, I didn't think Shane would love a Kate Nash CD. Thought that. So, um, and then when I, I handed said, it. I said, I'd rather be with your <laughs> friends, mate. Shane just turned on his camera and he's so annoyed. No, I, I handed the bag to Fanuna and I was like, what movies are they? Because I just saw Brad Pitt collection for a really good price. <laughs> And she read them out to me. I was like, I was like, deals. And I was like, oh, I've never seen Fight Club. (laughs) Rage immediately raging that I didn't get it for myself. Fight Club is good. I've seen Fight Club. I hadn't seen the rest of them. Having two DVDs, we've two Fight Club DVDs between the three of us now, and we had zero yesterday. So, oh, so we have no excuse for not being able to watch it. The next time we see it on TV, you know, it's one of those things where you see it on TV and you watch it, and it's like, oh, sure, we had the DVD in the press. Why do we never watch it? There's so much confetti in my bed. And also, why do we never talk about it? (laughs) (laughs) That was a little Fight Club joke for people. (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait for the Brad Pitt episode. Uh, Yeah, we'll have to wait till he dies or does something big. I was just about to say that. That's so weird. We should start a podcast. (laughs) Um, Anyway, we're not here to talk about Fight Club. We're not here to talk about Brad Pitt. We're not here really even to talk about the fact that we've been doing this for 100 episodes. We'll probably talk about it on Patreon this week. Instead, we are going to talk about... Will 100 Mini Bandwagons be our Patreon this week? That could be funny. Could be funny, yeah. (laughs) Or should we wait till we do 100 Patreon episodes? Again, I will say though, you did like it is essentially just off the wagon, which we do on Patreon. It's where people yeah. lifeline for millennials, as you say. Yeah, that is so true. Do you know what you should do? You should record a version of you singing We Didn't Start the Fire, but it's every single topic that we've done so far. Yeah. 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 Sustainability, sustainability, high school musical. Da, da, da. We didn't start the fire. I can't even remember. Or, half the or like the seven things, seven things I hate about you, but it's a hundred things we've talked about on bandwagons. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a hundred things that I hate about my own podcast. <laughs> the tune of seven things I hate about you. Um. Okay. What have we done recently? Um. True crime, country music. I'm still in the tune of We Didn't Start the Fire. It's way harder to do it for seven Shah. things. Shah. Shah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, let's stick to the one, just to, to one band I give for today. And that is the woman of the hour, the number number one single singer, I, I don't know, in the world at the minute, Olivia Rodrigo. She's everywhere. She's absolutely everywhere. And to be honest, we were, we were going to do this as a Patreon episode. And then as this story, in inverted commas, has kind of progressed... Like it's it's getting too big to ignore. And I'm glad we didn't do this Patreon because obviously more things have happened now. 
And she's not going anywhere. Like, this is a really big moment for her, but this, I don't think this is a one hit wonder thing. But anyway, before we moment. get into all this, she is an icon. She's a legend. Well, actually, to be determined, but she is the moment. She is. The we moment. can't confirm that. Who is. Olivia Rodrigo Breed and what in the ever living fuck is bizarre <laughs> um I saw Hilda was like in her room screaming this when I was home for Christmas and I kept being like would you just stop like no one knows that song and she was like everybody knows this song and then um we were in my car and like Quiva was like put it on put it on like they were so into it and I was like right just explain to me what's going on here then because you had sent it to me in the meantime um and basically, an 11-year-old had to explain this whole situation to me. So, Olivia Rodrigo, she's a 17-year-old. She's almost 18. Uh, 17-year-old gal from Temecula, California. She's of Filipino... Temecula Colossus. <laughs> <laughs> she's of Filipino descent on her father's side and German and Irish on her mother's side. So, we can officially claim her. Um, <laughs> she began taking acting and singing classes when she was six um, and has just been like fully at it ever since she moved to LA when she landed her big role which was her breakthrough role for maybe anyone under 15 will know Bizarre Vark that was on Disney Channel um, from 2016 to 2019 it ran for three seasons and I, I did watch this with Quiva sometimes and it was it was decent like as far as Disney Channel shows go What's the concept of it though? Because I'd heard of it as well but like I would yeah, never been You'd love this it's very us it's um Frankie Wong and Paige Olvera are the two characters. They're two teenage best friends who post funny songs and comedic videos on the internet. And (laughs) and when they hit 10,000 subscribers on their Vugal channel, Bizarrevark, which is a combination of the words Bizarre and Aardvark. No way. um, No way. I I didn't know that. Oh, gee, breed. What's an Aardvark? An animal. (laughs) I think it's supposed to be like, ooh, kooky and random, like very much all of us when we were 15. Yeah, yeah, truly, yeah, yeah. Um, so they, when they hit 10,000 subscribers, they are accepted into Vugle Studios where they make their videos um, and they like share them with other Vuglers. It's basically like YouTubers and like kind of like the, what are those houses, like the TikTok houses. Very similar vibes to that. Yeah, content houses. Jake Paul is also in it. He stars as um, That's Dirk Man. Why I- that's why I knew it because he got fired. Yeah, he, he got fired from it. Dirk, Dirk Mann and his whole YouTube or his Vugle thing was called Dare Me Bro. And he was just kind of like this blonde idiot who would do whatever dares people dared him to do. Um, Yeah, it was good. Like it was it was kind of ahead of its time in terms of those like content houses, I think. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. But right on the money for like you big YouTubers. So she did that until 2019 um, and like the ball just kept on rolling. That was when she got cast in High School Musical, the musical, the series, um, which I didn't know that that was her and that was the song until again, Queen Van Hill had to explain it all to me. So she was cast um, in February 2019 as Nini Salazar Roberts on the Disney Plus series, High School Musical, the musical, the series, which is the funniest name ever. Once you've seen it, it makes sense. Like it's all a parody of itself. Um, yeah, it's it's supposed to be good. It's on Disney Plus. Like good is in like I binged it this kind week. Of, yeah, and what do you think? I I kind of was putting it off because I was such a high school musical head that I was like, I don't want anything that's ripping the piss out of it. Like, just leave it alone. Let's just stay away from all the reboots. But it's not like it's 
uh, it's kind of like a modern family, kind of the office mockumentary style. And basically it's set in the school that High School Musical was shot in. But um, and the school are putting on High School Musical as their school musical. And it's a, like right. a mockumentary about about them all being cast and like the relationships between them and all this. So it's like it's not at all like High School Musical. It's much funnier. It's much uh I don't know, it's much more clever. Tongue in cheek, like. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's been on Disney Plus. Um so what did I have here? Uh yeah, so the students cast in the musical learn to navigate their interpersonal relationships and form bonds with each other to overcome the challenges they face in their lives at school and home. Um, and then there's a. It's been confirmed for a second season when uh, they're gonna the same group of kids I think are gonna put on High School Musical for their or no it's Beauty and the Beast for their spring musical. Okay. Um, spring musical breed. Spring musical. So that's coming. But Olivia was cast as Nini Salazar Roberts, a musical theater enthusiast who gets cast as Gabriella Montez and Joshua Bassett, who um, the song the song that we're talking about um, was cast as Ricky Bowen. He is a guitarist and skateboarder who had dated Nini before the series starts. Um, and he's cast as Troy Bolton, but like initially has like no interest in musical theatre and is just there to try to get her back. And the series got 90, er, 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. I would give it, a, I would probably give it more. I thought it was very, very good. I'd probably give it 80. Okay. It's good. Like, and there's some yeah. of the songs in it have had like real chart success. It was one of her other ones from High School Musical, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, she, she wrote it on the set yeah. of High School Musical. They put it into the show and then I think it got to like number 16 in the Irish charts. All I want. Um, there's another song she wrote with Joshua Bassett as well. I can't remember what that one's called. It's good. I would recommend. It's good. Breed Brown Review. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's, um, it's on my list and especially off the back of this song and off the back of obviously everything that's happened off the back of the song, I'm like 10 times more intrigued now. Like I'd say yeah. Disney are absolutely delighted. There are so many PR teams at play here that are like, this is all good publicity for all of them in certain ways. You know what I mean? Because they are, they went from let's be honest, all relatively obscure unless you were very much of a certain age. And now it's like most people would know them. Most people who are interested in like pop culture or whatever have been following this in any capacity. Yeah. Like no to Olivia Rodrigo, Joshua Bassett and inevitably Sabrina Carpenter. Whereas before you'd have been like, who? Like who the fuck are they? And I'd love to see the figures on how many people have actually watched that High School Musical series net like in the last month because I'd say it has shot through the roof because I wouldn't have watched it other if people hadn't have been talking about it again yeah and just on that do you know the way Disney are kind of do you remember there was this whole thing about the Lizzie McGuire reboot and how they were like people were saying they're homophobic didn't want to touch like gay storylines or anything yeah um in this series there is it's it's kind of class like Nini's parents are two women and they cast Sharpay as a boy this time um, and it's just like a much more diverse, open, um, inclusive show. Well, sorry, I don't think the criticism was that about the Lizzie McGuire reboot was about diversifying or like broadening out the representation. I think it was that 
like Lizzie wanted to, or not fucking Lizzie, Hillary. I think Hillary or the original creators or whatever, they wanted it to be a more adult, in inverse commas, again, like not porny, but like a more like grown up show. Oh, and okay. Disney were like Disney were like, it can't be under the Disney umbrella if it is. Or like, that's not what they wanted to do. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, I think she wanted Lizzie to be away riding and all, you know, or like having kids or whatever. And Disney were like, no. No, no. Anyway, we'll get that's for the Lizzie. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that's for the Lizzie, the Hillary Dossip. Um, I am gonna watch High School Musical, the musical, the series at some stage. But anyway, as we mentioned, she was in this show, um, and she has had success with her own solo songs, as we mentioned, off the back of the show, but nothing quite like the success she's enjoyed with her latest single, and admittedly her biggest one now, Driver's License, which she released earlier this month um very taylor swift lord-esque they're the two names that keep coming up it's very like all about love all about a relationship it seems quite autobiographical um and the success it's had before i even get into the story of it is like completely insane and i think it happened for a few reasons but like it's just totally mad so was the first number one of 2021 number one in the billboard hot 100 broke the record for most spotify streams of a song a single week which was just under 66 million um i think it went how many countries did it go to number one in oh like uh, so i think many. it's like 13 or something yeah uh, including here uh a oh where do i have it 48 have countries sorry i was totally underestimating that 48 countries reached number one in 48 countries on Apple Music, 31 countries on Spotify, and 14 countries on YouTube. Um, sold 38,000 downloads in the United States, the most for the week, and earned 8.1 million radio airplay audience impressions. That's according to Billboard. Um, I've heard a lot of, thi- well, not a lot of things, but I suppose when something blows up this quickly and out of nowhere in inverted commas, people are the first to say like, Industry plant, she's an industry plant, whatever. You um, said that. You texted me. I did. Yeah. She has to be a plant where your exact I'm, words. I I am still a bit sus, but I do accept that what's a, she what's was a plant? Buoyed by like she was like not that she was like manufactured, but like I think people like sometimes like to let on that these hits came out of nowhere when there was actually a lot of work went on behind the scenes, which is kind like of what I mean as supposed to. I think well, I I spoke to, I interviewed for a job in Warner before and they, maybe I shouldn't say this, actually, actually doesn't matter. And they said that like, um, no, actually it was the opposite. It was picture this, they kind of knew was going to be huge. Yeah, pictures you know a lot they, of people gunning for them before yeah, they released anything. What they, uh, the, what they weren't expecting was, do you know Portugal Man, Feel It Still? Oh yeah. That was out for ages and then for whatever reason was just like, just kept growing and growing and growing because a radio play or something. Anyway, I can't remember exactly what they said. But uh, like obviously with driver's license is like, it's the, it's the youth side of things. It's the youth. She's buoyed by like having that youth market and having that and being like, she didn't come from nowhere because she is a star of this show that isn't on terrestrial or mainstream tv but it is still like has a huge audience being on disney plus um definitely helped by tiktok and i think they leveraged like tiktok in the marketing of the song whatever 
Um, but it is just like, it's kind of hard to fathom the success of it everywhere. Because I like if it was like just America or somewhere or like just the UK. Yeah. Like this went absolutely everywhere. And it's, like continues to be like you've a people talking about it and people being like, who is she? Where's, you know, and even people being like, I don't think the song's that great. Whatever. Yeah. Everyone is talking about it, whether they like it or whether they don't. You know, that even kind if of you way. don't know her name, you've heard the song. Yeah. Um, Jeremy Ehrlich, he works for Spotify. He's the co-ed of music. And he said, we definitely had no idea how big it was going to be. It just ballooned into this monster. Unlike everything, anything I've ever seen before. And I think unlike anything anyone's ever seen before um and spotify ended up accounting for more than 60 percent of the song's global streams in its first week um and then obviously with the interest in that they responded by increasing the promotion of the track um and that means like the song is sitting in loads of different spotify playlists so it's in like over 150 official spotify playlists and he said it's definitely not slowing down it's the topic around the company company and around the uh industry um i think i saw Cherry Sue, Sue Leonard, if anyone follows her on Instagram, she's like an OG kind of beauty blogger and whatever. And she was talking about it in the sense, well, I think she was talking about it um, in reference to the Bridgerton musical and about Abigail Barlow and her songwriting. But in general, talking about how TikTok has kind of stopped that gatekeeping of music and has opened up avenues for a lot more female artists to achieve success and get in front of people's eyes and ears in a totally new way, which is, yeah. she's, she made a much more eloquent point than what, what I was trying to say we earlier. We saw about. that with the Ratatouzical as well. Yeah. It wouldn't have happened if not for TikTok. And even with like, with Doja Cat, like there's loads of other, yeah. art, like female artists and other artists you could pick that like, TikTok, TikTok, is, been TikTok by. owns the charts right now, like dominates yeah. it. Like truly. Um, it's absolutely everywhere. Like it spawned its own trend. Like there's cut, like, I couldn't even pick one because there's a few on the go now of it, but super, super popular. Another reason why this track was so successful, I think, and continues to be so successful is because, what way did I say successful there? I can't speak. It's the drama. It's all the drama, Mick. I just love yeah. it. Like, you know, it's <laughs> it's always going to be, if there's any bit of kind of goss behind something, like we love a good diss track. Again, in inverted yeah. dramas, because I don't, we'll get into it. I don't really think you can call this a diss track, but in the same way that why I think it's being compared so much to Taylor Swift whenever, when we can connect the dots tangibly and there's a picture painted for us and because we're just absolute gossip merchants, I think we're more inclined to believe it. But anyway, as you said, Olivia stars alongside Joshua Bassett in High School Musical, the musical, the series, um, and fans had noticed a couple of things about the lyrics of Driver's, Driver's License that seem to allude to her maybe relationship, maybe not relationship with him. So there's a couple of fan theories that, um, again, none of this is confirmed, so take it all with a pinch of salt. But basically, Joshua is 20, Olivia is 17, turning 18, but 17. Um, and there was a whole thing where, while they've never confirmed their romance, they were definitely like very close, seemingly very good friends. Um, and there was this whole rumor that apparently they really wanted to be together, but Josh didn't want to get with her until he was 18. Like, great, great to not be an aunt, um, I suppose. Um, and 
that was that thing. And then uh, he seemingly wrote a song about her, I think, called Anyone Else, which is the song that she references on Driver's License being like, I guess you didn't mean when she wrote that song about me. Um, he released that in July 2020. And the lyrics go, how am I supposed to think about anything else? How am I to go on keeping this to myself? I'm done pretending I want anyone else. Anyone else. Anyone else. He later confirmed that the track was written about falling for a friend who was unavailable. Um, and then there were other things about how, like, apparently he taught her how to drive. And that's why there's so many, like, references to driving and in Olivia's song. Um, and then where things got kind of more complicated. So she's le- she's left all these Easter eggs in the lyrics. But the main thing was um, in the teaser track, um, which she released in 2020 of Driver's License, she refers to a brunette instead of a blonde. So the first verse it, that it is now is, and you're probably with that blonde girl who always made me doubt. She's so much older than me. She's everything I'm insecure about. Um, which seemingly references Sabrina Car- Carpenter, who I will get is into later. The, is that the like acapella version on a piano that's going around on TikTok? I think so, yeah. But it has like, di- like there's a lot, like not a lot of different lyrics, but that's uh, similar, but different. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, she released a song. It went absolutely everywhere. Like Joshua and Sabrina started getting dogs abuse. I'll get, as, as I said, we'll go into more detail on who the hell Sabrina is, but she's another Disney star, whatever. Again, not confirmed ever that they were together. Um, Olivia also didn't say outright that it was about them. Um, she said since, obviously, because of the success and the scrutiny that they've all come under. Um, she said... I totally understand people's curiosity with the specifics of who the song's about and what it's about. But to me, that's really the least important part of the song. Um, It's resonating with people because of how emotional it is. And I think everything else is not important, which is all well and good to say after the fact, really, isn't it? I I do think, though, there's an element of her songs that it just like it is very heartfelt. And I don't think she I think she writes to get her emotions out. It's very like early Taylor. And I don't think she well, has you can see that I, with I don't any think she, of her other songs. Yeah, sure. exactly. I don't think she wrote this for it to become what it is. I don't think she wrote it to get at either of them. I don't think she wrote it to blow up and like get her name out there because no one could have like anticipated that. I think she genuinely wrote it because that's how she deals with things like that. And she's only a young gal and it's like a teenage breakup. Like how else are you going to get your emotions out? Like it is sad. You know what I mean? It is like, it's 17. You've just had your heart broken. This lad has said he'd wait. And then he didn't. You have to go back and be kissing him now for season two of High School Musical. Yeah, I keep thinking about that. And I'm just like, oh. And that's the whole. All this now. This is it. This makes it all even worse. The whole first series is basically like the same story, but like flipped. Like she gets with another guy and it's him trying to spend the whole series trying to get her back. It's mad. Uh, did you see there was a clip going around on TikTok in the wake of all this being released of this scene from the series, apparently, where he tells her he loves her and apparently he improv it. And it's... I don't think it, he did. It got me like... I know, I, I know, but like... That was the... That was like... That, that was like a plot point. <laughs> I know, but... Oh, I, I like they, bro- they broke up because she told him she loved him and he couldn't say it back. Um, and then like that's like episode one and then like the final episode is him finally saying it back to her like I don't and think and they're he... in that room yeah 
Oh, okay. Maybe it wasn't improv. Maybe it Don't was think improv everything the way he's TikTok, guys. Maybe it was yeah, improv in the way he he's did it or whatever, but like oh, that yeah, was, yeah. No, that sorry. Full circle. I, I think what he said was improv, but like it was always going to be around the plot line. Yeah. I'm I think the specifics of what he said. I'll, tr- I'll find a clip and I'll put it on Insta because I'm not being incredibly here and I don't want to spend forever searching it now because I'll never find it. Do you like driver's license? I No, I do. I've been singing it all week. It's I, not a test. It's absolutely not a test. I'm no, just... I'm thinking about it because I what I have to say is quite controversial since what I said to you earlier. Um, I do like driver's license. I've been singing it around the house all week. I've been listening to it every time I get in the shower. Um, I've been blaring it every time it comes on the radio. But I came home from dropping stuff to your house and I um, put on Sabrina Carpenter's song and my God, what a bag. <laughs> It's better. It's better than driver's license. Oh, I think I, I prefer it. I prefer it. No one's talking about Joshua's song. Josh has a song out too. Oh, no Did one's going to talk about Joshua's song. I'm going to oh, talk sorry. about Joshua's song. So <laughs> Olivia obviously dropped this and then was like, "Oh, here, um, like, sure, I don't know, could be about anyone, lol." Um, but like these, as I said, so Josh had written that song. Anyone else in July 2020? And again, the lyrics and driver's license are, I just can't imagine how you could be so okay. Now I'm gone. Guess you did me when you wrote that song with me. Said that earlier. Um, none of them have addressed anything, right? Um, as I said, there's no confirmation that like Josh and Olivia were ever together or like were they official? Were they just meeting? Who knows? Um, it, Josh has been linked to... Is that the issue? Yeah, and just the fact that she's not 18, I think. Yeah. Again, this is all like mega, mega fucking hearsay. Like, her other co star that she had to be kissing was five years older than her. But they all look like babies. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. Um, he, so, and then Josh has been linked to Sabrina Carpenter since June 2020 when they were spotted at a Black Lives Matter protest in Los Angeles together. Um, and again, they've never publicly confirmed anything. But the reason why people think it's her is because they've shared videos on TikTok of them wearing matching Halloween costumes. This is back in October 2020, obviously. Um, but then, so she released driver's license. People put two and two together. Um, Josh started getting like dogs abuse on Instagram and all his social media. So did Sabrina. Um, he's since released another song, literally a week later, called Lie, Lie, Lie. And he said, I wrote Lie, Lie, Lie after I found out a friend had been lying about me behind my back for a long time. Always sucks to hear that someone you thought you could trust would throw you under the bus when it benefits them. It happens to all of us, and I think all you can do is seek out people that build you up rather than tear you down. It is shite. Um, that's our personal opinion. Also, it is I don't think good. it. I don't think it relates to this. Like, it has no lyrics to make me think that it's about this same situation. Sorry, yeah, I would. I would say I don't actually think it's about her. Yeah. Um, I think he is potentially capitalizing on the situation. But I think to even do that doesn't really put him in a great light. And I feel like I I feel like he would have been better not releasing this and not saying anything for the time being. Oh, uh, I would have jumped on it. I would have put if I had any toe in this, I'd have a song out right now. I, I but I can under <laughs> I do fully understand the temptation. I can see other people on his team being like, Yeah, fuck it, let's just counter this and she were gonna release it anyway, blah, blah, blah. And like there was a whole other thing, like he was in the hospital the week of release. And he never kind of said why it was all not that I'm I'm not trying to claim that he was like faking anything, but it was all a bit 
Why is yeah. that relevant? Just, you know, like, the just day of the... Just like, just to leave him alone a bit because he's not well. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, the day of the release, he had stuff up on his Instagram being like, not how I imagined I'd be releasing Lie, Lie, Lie. And then he was like, not COVID, lol. Um... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Thanks for supporting. Oh, I just started recording on my Instagram as opposed to... I was trying to turn on the volume on my Instagram. Okay. Um, post it. Post it. Post it. Absolutely. It's really not interesting. Joshua Bassett. Um, I'll tell you yeah. exactly what I said. So he said, Welp, not the first place I assumed I'd be on my lie, lie, lie release day. The ER, in brackets, before you ask, no, it's not COVID. After an unknown, uncomfortable feeling turned into times 10, the worst pain of my life, I figured I'd just try to sleep. After multiple very, very ugly days and nights, I had no choice today but to be taken to the hospital. And like he, he said he had surgery... Um, he said he's I think he said he's feeling a lot better lately he is comments limited on all his Instagram posts which like fair enough whatever he's getting fucking dogs abuse it was definitely just like his appendix or something and I think they were trying to like just his appendix or something but he's like he's egging it okay sorry actually I'm not okay I've never had my appendix out it's major surgery I'm I'm don't (laughs) if you've ever had your appendix out please don't take this as a dig at you I'm just having a dig at him and his team it's just all a bit he just not his great. Like he's grand. Put him in his tonsils as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then, so he released that. Um, seemingly all quiet since. Another week passes. And sure, who should release a song but bloody Sabrina Carpenter, the Ain't woman at the centre of it all. Uh, she released Skin on January 22nd. And again, <sighs> I, again, this is a song that I think she had in the back pocket for a long time because I'm not 100% sure if she would be talented enough to produce a song. Um, she has a lot of good songs. She do, I like Almost Love. I like one, Alien. She did with Jonas Blue. Work it. There's one from the movie Work It. Oh, I have no idea. Quite good. She executive produced that movie. There you go. Yeah, um, I know. She, anyway, so she released Skin and the lyrics again are seem very pointed. So it's like, maybe we could have been friends if I met you in another life. Um, maybe Blonde was the only rhyme. Again. I uh, have a fun fact, fun fact about this. That I ran, okay. like I was on to Cleva just before we started recording and I was like, tell me something cool. And she was like, apparently she saw on TikTok. So Sabrina Carpenter, you're going to get into who she is, but she was on a Disney Channel show as well called Girl Meets World. And apparently there's a clip from Girl Meets World where another actor is like reading from a book 
uh, or yeah, another someone else in the show is reading from a book and the book is called The Blonde Girl. And the f- opening line is like, maybe we could have been friends in another life or whatever. It's like the exact same as the lyrics. And I was like, so what are you saying? And Queen was oh, like, yes. it's all connected. Yeah, I don't know. Soul strange, soul strange. Yeah. Um, there, I've tried find it he, on uh, Instagram. Josh has tweeted in support of it. Um, he said, been stuck in my head since I heard it. Congratulations at Sabrina Carpenter on Skin, the new label and all that's to come because this is her first release with Josh Island. She was previously signed to Hollywood Records. Yeah. Oh, that says it all, doesn't it? Or, uh, yeah, and it, it was on his Instagram story. Um, what a dickhead. And then <laughs> she's... Yeah, she's come out since and said, like, it's not a diss track. Um, she's just said it on Instagram, she said, and she's she said, Driver's License is a magnificent song. She said, Skin isn't calling out one single person. Some lines address a specific situation, while other lines address plenty of other experience I've had this past year. It also shows that many things have actually gotten under my skin and I'm still learning not to give other people so much power over my feelings. Which, like, come on. No, it's, it's way on. too specific to to be about I listened to it after hearing that on the radio that quote I listened to it and I was like this is so direct like it's it ca- it's not in the in the slightest bit vague or general it's so I'm specific. just like I'm just like if you're go if you're going to release a song like that and again I like the song I think it's mega fucking petty in a PR way I feel like she should have either a waited longer to release it or b not released it. it at all because like I, I think most people who can see the wood from the trees, right? If you're to take this as a really black and white situation where Olivia is like the the hero and Josh is the villain, like Sabrina didn't really do anything wrong, right? No, Not yeah, that you fair. Really, none until, of them really did anything wrong. Until she released this. But this is what I'm saying. It's like you could have gotten away with being like, do you know, and being the fucking, the girl's best friend or whatever in, instead of going at Olivia like this. Because again, as you said, she's 17, she's devo. Like, I know she mentioned you, like, was there a need to mention a blonde girl? Probably not. But I don't really think it was a dig, a real dig. The song is about him. Yeah. Yeah. I think I had like, I have this niggling bad feeling about Sabrina Carpenter before the song came out. And then I was like, it's not fair to like blame her because it's really like, we need to start blaming the men in these situations. And like, we do need to start blaming the men. (laughs) And like leaving the women alone. Um, but then that song came out and I just couldn't justify it anymore. Like she just, when we, when they go low, we go high. And she, I love, she I love how you're like, I love how you're like, yeah, driver's license, dog shit, skin, what a banger, but also Sabrina Carpenter. Listen, I can know. separate the music from the artist. Mm. 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 Um, for anyone wondering who the fuck Sabrina Carpenter is, Sabrina Annalyn. Yeah, you know her, yeah. She's be around. Um, Sabrina Annalyn Carpenter. She was born May 11th, 1999. Wouldn't that make you fucking sick? Um, yeah. Singer and actress, obviously. She made her acting debut uh, in Law & Order, SVU. Um, and then, as you said, she played a young version of Chloe Goodwin in the... Oh, no, you actually didn't say this. is about a different TV, TV series. Um, the Goodwin Games. And then she had her breakthrough starring as Maya in Girl Meets World which is what you did say and that was from 2014 to 2017 but she's also that. starred in other feature films like Horns uh, The Hate You Give uh, she was Jenny in the Disney Channel original movie uh, Babysitting and then she's done a few things as a voice actor she was Princess Vivian in our favourite show Sophia the First Aww. and she she also voiced Melissa Chase on Milo Murphy's Law 
Um, she was signed to Hollywood Records, as I mentioned, in 2014. And her debut EP, Can't Blame a Girl for Trying, and debut single of the same name, were released in the same year. And then she had her debut album, which was Eyes Wide Shut, in 2015. And then she's released three other albums since uh, Evolution, which came out in 2016, Singular Act 1 in 2018, and Singular Act 2 in 2019. She just signed to Ireland. I would imagine Singular Act 3 is coming in 2021. Who knows? Um, fun fact about her, she placed third in a singing contest run by Miley Cyrus titled The Next Miley Cyrus Project. Oh, there you go. Would you want to be there the next go. Miley Cyrus? Not a nice road to go then, I don't think. I mean, <laughs> she was also a, a top road to go down, I would imagine. Um, What did I say earlier? What's it called? Work It? On Netflix, the dance yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is fine with Jordan Fisher, who is another love of my life. He played Dear Evan Hansen at some point. And she was in Tall Girl. She's the sister in Tall Girl on Netflix. Skating. Yeah. And she oh, that's how she out. probably met. Yeah, yeah she's she about to say. One of the, the guys from that, but I'm not sure who. Oh, yeah, she also, um, another former boyfriend, I don't know if you have this. She used to go out with Gabe from Good Luck Charlie. Yes, I had that, yeah. Who is Which Gabe from Good Luck Charlie? Gas. So Griffin Gluck was the boyfriend who is in Tall Girl and then the her other boyfriend was Bradley Stephen Perry. Yeah. So she yeah. Lo- she loves a Disney boy. She loves a Disney boy. Um, another thing uh, for any musical fans, she made her Broadway debut last year as Katie Heron in Mean yeah. Girls. Get this though, this is so shit. So debuted on March 10th, 2020. Was set to have a limited run uh, until June. We all know what happened um, as all Broadway shows uh, closed on March 12th. Uh, <laughs> she was, was not reopening. So she got two shows? One show? Four Six. maybe? Yeah. Um, I was trying to find pictures of her as Katie or like a little clip of her singing or something and I was like, oh, it mustn't have happened. But that explains it. Like I, yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, just yeah, you would be sick. Just on the success of Driver's License as well, there's a lot of people who've written a lot of good articles about it. There's one for Paper Magazine by Larisha Paul that says, Don't be surprised by the success of Driver's License. And it kind of goes into like how um Disney can still turn people into stars and it's kind of we're kind of into this new era of things happening with like Disney people becoming actual legitimate artists and kind of following that path to stardom. Zendaya, Bella Thorne. Exactly. Well, I wouldn't do not include Bella Thorne in that. But she's she's a big actress like like Zendaya. They went on to do... Ah, She's a big big actress in what? She's in that Adam Sandler film. What Adam Sandler film? um, The one where they go on safari. Breed, you can't say she's a big actress and then go... She's in the Adam Sandler film, the one where they go on safari. Uh, That's not... Yeah. You you can't compare her to Zendaya. You can't. If you make it into a... The day you make it into an Adam Sandler film, even if it's the only thing you do, I'll say you're a big actress. And you you could take that to the grave. Yeah. (laughs) What is it? Um, Anyway, another good article. Oh, my battery is running running low. That's not good. Um, another good article that I had that I saw from Mel magazine, and this was by why does it not say he wrote Blended. this? They tweeted it anyway. Blended. She's in the oh, yeah, that was, yeah, okay. Point proven. Um Hello. 
Joseph. Yeah, but she's unbelievably problematic, problematic and not yeah. a good actor. Like, yeah, but I'll she's not a good actor. The artist. <laughs> No, but like you can't, fame doesn't equal talent. Anyway, um, Joseph Longo wrote a good article for Mel Magazine as well, again, about this kind of new era of, or kind of how the pandemic is helping these Disney stars find kind of mainstream fame and how they broke the Disney machine. It's good. I won't read it off for you. Go read them. Instead, I want to talk about um, Eamon and Frankie. Does he spell Eamon like, like the traditional way? Uh, it's Eamon with one N. <laughs> like E A. No, what's the traditional way? The Irish way, like. E yeah, A M O N. Well, if you let me explain. She looks so disappointed in me. <laughs> you don't, yeah, you don't even remember. So we actually, we started talking young. about this. We started talking about this on the, we did a Patreon Zoom and we were talking about how we were going to be doing this episode and someone mentioned that it was basically the equivalent of like the Frankie chart battle. I said it and someone else backed me up, right? Yeah. What your fucking, you're just pissy because you'll remember, which I don't understand how you don't like it. Google like, it and is, uh, Bridget name. <laughs> okay, forget it. Um, well, Eamon, Eamon, what, like released this song, okay? Someone called Eamon, released this song called, um, I think it was called I Don't Want You Back, right? And this was on the 24th of November, 2003. And his grandparents, believe it or not, breed, actually come from Wexford. Ah, stop. What part? Yeah, there you go. I don't know what part, but... Um, so, so if you remember, like people will know this, like the mega censored version obviously didn't go like this, but it's it was like, fuck what I said. It don't mean shit now. Fuck the presents. Might as well throw them out. Fuck all his kisses. They didn't mean Jack. Fuck you, you hoe. I don't want you back. And he described Sorry, it as I like... Just, I Googled that here. You were nine when this came out. Yeah. But like, this, like the censored know. version was like... um, Was still slapped. Like, still yeah. absolutely slapped. It must have been such a nightmare to be, to bring it to radio. What was <laughs> it? Um, uh, to, to, about the presence and all. I just remember talking about it in the playground. Anyway, so he released that... <laughs> He called it. <laughs> he called it ho wop, which is a combination of hip hop, doo wop, and hoes. And um, it reached number one. This is why I was thinking thirteen countries because this song reached number one in thirteen countries, and it became the fifty eighth biggest selling single of the noughties in the UK alone. And um, in Italy, it was so popular that they ended up re-recording it in Italian, and um, with the thirty three swear words in it, carefully edited out. Um and I mean sorry it slaps what a tune like very misogynistic I will say but what a tune <laughs> have you have you seen those memes where it's like the body lying flat on the floor and there's like your spirit is like levitating above it and it's like the feminism leaving my body when girlfriend by Avril Lavigne comes on yeah it's a similar enough situation here um so that was released it was like wildly successful to the point where there was this response track from someone called Frankie. Now that's spelled Frankie, F-R-A-N-K-E-E. Um, and the song was called... The Irish Fur. <laughs> yeah, the Irish spelling, yeah. And the song was called Ferb, right? Fuck yeah. you right back, right? F-U-R-B, right? Um, and she was she claimed to be like uh, Eamon's ex-girlfriend. Um, and again, like the lyrics were just 
pretty much the same thing like fuck you right back etc etc blah 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 she was not happy um but the thing was and I'm potentially about to ruin some lives here um she was not his ex-girlfriend seemingly according to Eamon and Eamon didn't have a clue who she was this bitch just fully wanted to capitalize on the success of Eamon's song so he said in a statement at the time he said I was not involved with FURB I've never met Frankie and she's definitely not my girlfriend or ex-girlfriend the only way I was associated with it was when I was asked for licensing permission by Frankie's representatives which makes me a writer on her song by copyright law but I really didn't expect all this to come out of it they are having fun with it it's cool but in the end they are paying me for their 15 minutes of fame and I welcome her to my world of whole wop um, very good um, she didn't do yeah, absolutely. She didn't do very well in terms of follow-up. She had a second single called Watch Me, um, released as a digital download in 2006, did not chart, and then she was dropped by a record label. Um, she went on to a bit of modeling for Maxim. Um, and uh, I think she's gone away and had a had a few kitties now and is seems to be living. Uh, she's happily married and has left the whole beef and music industry in her rear view. Good for her. Um, Eamon also released a follow-up song called I Love Them Holes. Oh, and um, that also did not Poorly. do very well. But he, he featured on a couple of songs since. He was on a Jedi Mind Tricks album, The Thief and the Fallen, providing vocals on two songs there, none of which I know of. Um, yeah, that was like big at the time do you know what that reminds me of what the f-u-r-b thing do you uh, like the girls only explained to me recently what if you seek amy means oh for breed (laughs) i was like who's amy are you serious (laughs) oh swear to god i was like i was genuinely like 26 when they when i found out about that i don't dm me if you've had the same issue do not don't dm her don't uh i'm gonna put up a poll yeah i do (laughs) Oh, we will do what we should do a poll of like driver's license skin. I don't yeah. want you back. Fuck you I'm right writing, back. Writing notes. Writing them all down. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, another thing that this reminded me of was the classic Lindsay Lohan Hillary Duff feud of 2004, because that was also about an inadequate man. What inadequate man, Breed? Was it, I'm, I'm going to say just based on the era, it must have been Chad Michael Murray. No, it was Aaron Carter. Ah. Merry Christmas, Lizzie McGuire. Merry Christmas, Lizzie McGuire. Um, so yeah. this is this was a time, right? So they went to war over Aaron Carter. Uh, he was on Lizzie McGuire in two thousand one, and him and Hillary Duff dated for two years before Carter decided to double team the Disney queens. I feel like Buzzfeed didn't think about that sentence when they spoke. <laughs> Um, He said, I started dating Hillary on my 13th birthday. I was dating her for like a year and a half. And then I just got a little bored. So I went and I started getting to know Lindsay. I'm dating Lindsay. Okay, that's really not works. 13. Yeah. Apparently. Are they they all around the same age? I think so, yeah. Maybe let's check that. Lindsay Lohan age. Lindsay Lohan age. Aaron's not doing too well these days. No, he's not. He's not well. So like, and Lindsay, like, yeah, Hillary Lindsay was a year. Lindsay was a year older than Hillary. Okay. Um. So then they dated for a few months. Um. And I think he cheated on her. Yeah, he cheated on her with someone else. Um. Lindsay went mad. Obviously, they were kind of like 
going absolutely mad. Uh, apparently, um, L- Lindsay called Chad Michael Murray, as you mentioned, uh, to spread lies about her around the time that a Cinderella story was coming out. Um, and if you want to listen to our review of a Cinderella story, you can listen to it on our Patreon. Please subscribe. Um, Dove told Alora in 2008, I've never stolen anyone's boyfriend. I don't know how you do that. She was talking about it and I wasn't. It made us both look bad and put up a big weirdness. Tina Fey backed up those claims, recently confessing that was a confusing topic of discussion on the Mean Girls set. Oh my God, hang on. I need oh, to- I remember this. Um, I've this, definitely. Did we? I've definitely heard about this before. And oh, you're God, the only person such- who would tell me this kind of crap. <laughs> this is such a long article. Hang on, let me... Um, uh, okay she says it somewhere anyway about whatever anyway it's an EW article if you google EW's Mean Girls uh, reunion the cast looks back on the tw- 2004 hit it says something there if you want to read it um, in the meantime she knew it and she got it and look at her now yeah. she's thriving then uh, Lindsay went on Saturday Night Live and added more fuel to the fire um, Rachel Dratch came out during her monologue dressed as an over-the-top hyper bubblegum version of Duff. It was not a flattering portrayal to say the least. Again, I would YouTube it. Um, any any Rachel Dratch is never yeah. a flattering impression of the person. Did they have, sorry, did they have a song feud? Did they have a song feud? I'm not No, this sure. is a Disney Channel feud. Um, and then I think there was like back and forth between them. Uh I think during, again, promotional stuff for a Cinderella story, Hillary was kind of like, I'm over it. There's a thing of like where she took the, she took the high road over it. Um, so. Surely that yeah. must have been years after though as well. If she was 13. It would have been a year or so after. Yeah, yeah. Or, well, like she was, we did this for a Cinderella story. Like Hillary was still really young in a Cinderella She was 16. So it was pretty like three years after she'd been seeing your man. I think it I went on. When you're a teenager, yeah, when you're a teenager, that stuff just carries over, doesn't it? They were still, like, um, I suppose, competing for stuff. Job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I suppose there was that. But then even, like, you've as, as recently as, when was this? Like, 2014? Do you remember uh, on the subject of him not being well? It was 2014, yeah. Aaron Carter came out then and was, like, started confessing his undying love for... Hillary and at this point like she's shacked up and whatever she's, um, yeah. he tweeted don't be, that, don't be that stupid douche that loses the love of your life forever like me and then a fan asked him if he was talking about Hillary he replied sure am I'll spend the rest of my life trying to better myself to get her back I don't care what any of you think I don't think um, and then I think BuzzFeed asked Hillary about it and she, she said I was not expecting me. <laughs> she, was, she laughed and then said I was not expecting this question he does. I keep seeing that, that he keeps doing that. I don't know how I feel. I mean, that was so long ago and obviously I'm still married and I have a baby and we kind of just, and then BuzzFeed said, don't know each other? And Hillary said, yeah, don't know each other. So yeah. Um, and then BuzzFeed were like, so it's just weird. And Hillary laughed and said, you said it, not me. So there you go. Another yeah. classic feud. And then obviously like, we, I think we've touched on, like di- we touched on diss tracks for maybe the Taylor episode. Yeah. Danny episode. So yeah. back and listen to them and you'll hear me talk about why Mariah Carey obsessed is the best diss track of all time. We could uh, we could do a whole ep- a whole other episode on like Disney star feuds. Do you remember the whole like um, Demi and Selena and Miley Cyrus all that kind of era? I was bad into yeah. that drama. 
and the whole like taking the piss, Mandy and Miley taking the piss out of Demi and Selena and oh, the juice. There's our Patreon episode this week. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we actually could. Um, I am going to be doing. Yeah, it'll be one of our 100 things. I'm going to be doing a playlist for Patreon as well of like the best post Disney, like first kind of solo bops. There yes. will be Bridget Medler. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Ready or not. Um, what do we think is next for Olivia, Sabrina, and Josh? Olivia I think bigger and brighter things I think she could be like a Selena Gomez in a few years I think she's going to ride the acting bubble a little bit for a while and then I think she'll be a fully fledged pop star in maybe give it like four years yeah Josh I could take I don't care like I I don't care Sabrina Sabrina seems to have had like the biggest career out of all of them so far That'll probably carry on. I can see her leaning into the acting more than the singing, though, probably. Mm. Do yeah. you have any opinions? I, I think Olivia is going to eclipse her now. Like, Sabrina's probably the biggest at the minute. And again, I think that would be like in America. If we're gonna if we're gonna do like pre and post driver's license, in terms of fame in America, Sabrina was probably the biggest. If we're to talk about Ireland, I feel like they were all kind of equally on a level of, unless you're a certain age, you will not fucking know who any of them are. Um, I don't know. With the Netflix stuff, I think Sabrina would have been like a face that you'd know. I don't. For me, she definitely was. Yeah, for for us. But like, if you were to talk about like fucking Joe walking down the street, no, like. Yeah. But not like, for her acting okay. or her music. Like she's not, she's not a lead actor, like really. Yeah. In mainstream stuff, yes. Maybe she will be now. And as oh, I do agree that I think she's going to lean more into the acting thing. Um, I suppose it depends what way it goes with her label and all. And yeah, I don't know. Olivia is the star. I think Olivia is, she's proved that this isn't she's like a flash of the pan thing. Yeah. And it's not just like this. It's not just mad marketing. Like there is talent there. You can see that in the songwriting. You can see that in the other songs she's written. She's very talented. Yeah, I'm looking forward to a full album from her. I hope she can give us some bops. I don't want a full album of sadness. I have enough of them, to be honest. I can't be brought back to when I was 17 and longed for the boyfriend I didn't have, but I'm sure other people really enjoy that. I'm still there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Mini bandwagons breed. Yes. Um, okay. I have a Netflix show, a podcast, and a book. Just right. to set you up. Um, I have not watched this yet, but it's very high up my list, and it's Bling Empire. Yes, it's on my list as well. Yeah. So it's um, you might have seen the ads. It's being pushed very hard on Netflix at the minute, and it's a reality show that focuses on the lives of the wealthy Asian and Asian American uh, socialities, socialites, socialites, <laughs> socialites based in the Los Angeles area. Kind of gives me big like Real Housewives vibes, and I'm here for it. Yeah, uh, I think that's what they're pushing. They're, yeah, they're promoting it to a housewives audience. Yeah, so I'm here for that. I will check back in. When I have started it, um, 
the podcast. Great, I love when you recommend things that you actually have not watched at all. On that note, yeah, on that note, um, I had this written down and I'd never listened to it, but I, so I listened to like 20 minutes of it before we started recording. And I'm glad Great. because it's the Pulling Favors podcast. And ah, yes. You've, you know, you've listened to this. Um, so yes. it's, it's from two Donegal lads, Mark and Rory, who talk to mates and mates of mates who just so happen to be in the public eye. Um, a lot of their guests so far, from what I can tell, have been like Irish music artists, um, which is right up my street. I was, I've listened to probably most of the Roshino one because I love Roshino and it's really, really good. And I'm a bit of a Donegal file. What's the word when you're like attracted to a county, like a Donegal? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and uh, they have the the loveliest accents in the world. It's very enjoyable. They have some great guests signed up for season two. They were talking. Uh, they were talking to me about it for the goal out sessions. So yeah, worth checking out for sure. And they're very funny. They have. Um, they're actually doing an episode on uh, dating stories as well. I think, and they shared a few with me as oh. well off off mic, and they were very funny. So I can only imagine what they said on mic. So. That's the Pulling Favours podcast. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, and then this book, I tried to buy this week It's because I've seen a lot of people talking about it. It seems to be sold out everywhere and it's The Good Vibes, Good Life by Vex King. It's not a new book. It's been out a couple of years, um, but it's a number one times bestseller and everyone I know seems to have it. I have never um, heard of this book. Have you not? It's all about... Oh. Uh, it's all about like practicing self-care, overcoming toxic energy, prioritizing your well-being, positive lifestyle habits, mindfulness, meditation, all this. It's not like a book like with a narrative, but it's a book that you like, a coffee table book. You pick up, you read a bit, you take something from it and you incorporate it into your life. And it seemed to help a lot of people on my Instagram lately and beyond. My housemates What's all have it. Again, Breach? It's called Good Vibes, Good Life. I was taken in by the title and I saved the content um, by Vex King. It's it's available to pre-order on Easton's everywhere and Easton's are doing click and collect. So I'm sure other bookshops maybe have it locally as well. Yeah, check your indie bookshops and see if they have it or ask them if they can order it in. Yeah. And support them. Um, this has been Bandwagon's podcast oh. thank you very much for listening Breed has something to say um, I had another request I had literally written it in bold and caps and just ignored it Dating stories please um, we've gotten a couple already they're gas I want loads more if you have a funny dating story whether it's yours whether you want a rat on a mate whether it's like an urban legend you've heard please email them to me because I get such joy from them and we'll be picking the best ones to read out in a couple of weeks on the podcast if you are too embarrassed to email us i have set up an anonymous submission box on our website excellent <laughs> i don't think Vanina knew that um no i didn't go to the contact section and put in a fake name put in the subject and tell your story and the funniest ones we were will be saving for our our episode in a couple of weeks and yeah please do it do it um, this has been the 100th episode of Bandwagon. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, no, yeah, not the recording session we had hoped, but sure, we'll celebrate when we all see each other very soon, hopefully. Please stay inside. Um, if you want to follow the podcast on Spotify, you'll be updated with all those episodes as they drop. Thanks um, to Collaborative Studios, maybe? Yes, yeah. Thanks to Shana Collaborative Studios. Yeah, yeah. Um, we like reviews on Apple, but only if they're nice. We are Bandwagon's podcast everywhere on social media. 
I have been Fanula. I've been Breed. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.